going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yes, 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 yes. And we're back again with another episode of the VAR Bar Podcast. I'm your host with the absolute most, Andrew. And I'm joined by Shambas the Great. Strizza, a.k.a. C. Strizza, Jake Wisey, Money Mitch, Munu, and obviously Chocolate Boy T, a.k.a. Tosin. How are we doing, guys? Hey, feeling great. The W W Hotel, yeah? How they treating you over there? (laughs) We're popping balls, bro. Mm, In our room. (laughs) <laughs> bro comfy <laughs> in the lounge my brother comfy <laughs> say no more man Let, let's start with um you know let's let's get s- straight into the shits then um let's start with jake and his chelsea so obviously um before we go to the city game um, jake talk me briefly through your game v villa one or with uh, a team of one ago you eventually beat them via pens like how was the game overall chaotic i think that was probably the word i'd say like it was just there was no control from either team. There were chances galore for both sides, but not in a case of like a nice spectacle. It more just sort of happened, if you see what I mean. Mm. I like just one of those weird ones. But yeah, like came for another penalty shootout. Kepper, like for all his warts, he randomly is really good at them. Like he, I think he he wants to play those mind games in a penalty shootout, which is strange, like because. You normally associate with that with a keeper of confidence, which Kepper is showing at the minute, but he hasn't done for most of his Chelsea tenure. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we're through. Like we got minutes for players like I mean Saul. Chilwell missed. Chilwell missed his penalty, didn't he? Chilwell did miss his penalty, but like it was he really it the right way. If you see what I mean, like I I've always said this when it comes to penalty takers, I'd rather you miss it when you smash it. Like, at least you've put some conviction into it. Like, when you just put it to, like, sort of the side of the keeper and hope it goes in, like, for me, they're not good penalties. Well, was, it, was it like a good penalty and good safe? One of them? No, it went over. He, he skied it or it hit the bar. I can't remember which exactly. Mm. But, like, it, he hit it, put it that way. Like, he didn't <laughs> just tap it to the side and hope the keeper didn't go that way. Yeah. So, but he he looked all right in his minutes. Like he still needs his legs under him. Like he still needs a lot more game time. Saul looked awful. Like Loftus Cheek played and he looked good. Like he like on the ball he looked really good. Like he gave us some proper drive from centre mid. Tabo Tabo's about to win then. Mm. Tabo's about to win then or not? <laughs> I, I tell you what, like he, he had those nice little touches. Like he was able to get away from the press quite well. Like he he looked. He, it was reminiscent of when he was playing really well for us, without a shadow of a doubt. Whether or not he can do that consistently is a different question. But like he's definitely ahead of Saul in the pecking order for game time at the minute, which is crazy. Is mad, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, Timo Werner, goal. How was that? How was his goal? I didn't even see it. Um, it was a cross from the right. Like, and I think it was Azpi who crossed it in. And then um, like Werner, it was pinpoint on his head, and it was just it was a good header. Like keeper got a hand to it, but from the distance it was out, like he was always gonna struggle to save it. Mm. And he T and you sit there, it's like, oh, he's taking his chance, he's done really well. And then literally not two minutes later, he misses another sitter. <laughs> and you just sit there and go, right, that is that is Timo Werner for you right there. But like, again, he actually played well. Like he did, he ran the channels really effectively. 
he was he was a constant threat to Villa. Like I, I was I was happy with his performance. I've sort of had to dampen my expectations because you just know he's going to miss a set. So when he mm. gets a goal, you just have to go, yay. Obviously, um, he was rewarded, obviously, with a start against City. Um, game ended up in a 1-0 defeat, of course. Um, mm. Summed that one up for me because obviously had my agenda goggles on, so I had to watch the United-Villa game. Um, <laughs> how, 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 how was that game? Because I've I, been seeing that Chelsea were playing extremely negative at home. Think, behind yeah, the like Tuchel came out afterwards. I think he summed it up really well. Was that it was like he didn't want to play negative whatsoever, but the way we played was just negative. Like I was having this discussion with Char in the chat because obviously City went one nil up, and while City were all over us, I can't deny that at all. They hadn't created anything. It was very much like the Champions League final where there was just a blunt edge to City. I, it was just a case of we could not get out for love nor money. Like Werner and Lukaku, for they, they both had questions for him because they could not keep the ball. Like as soon as they got the ball, it was just a bad touch or yeah. like a misplaced pass and the pressure just went straight back on. There was no outlet. So whilst we defended really well and at the end of the day, against a team like City, you can't afford to just not have an outlet against them. You, We had to get out and we couldn't do it and they made the pressure pay. And so we just said City was just, was just better or tactically they I think off done their the, thing? Yeah, I think off the ball, they were tremendous. Like Bernardo Silva and Gabby Jesus, if you watch that game back and just look at those two guys, like they were everywhere. They mm. were just constantly clearing up. So like, like I say, attacking-wise creating they weren't they they didn't really do that much for me personally like i think the halftime stats they had nine shots we had one but they had a i think an expected goal of like point three there was just there was nothing there for them they weren't doing anything so whilst they had all the ball there wasn't a lot whereas we just did nothing we did nothing but we did deserve to lose that game overall there were we just didn't yeah we didn't present enough throughout the whole game it's a rare misstep from Tuchel. I think we did need that extra attack. And when Havertz came on and when the game opened up a little bit, we looked better because we could actually get out and we could start taking advantage of the space left by the City press. But there wasn't enough from us. And that, uh, it just is what it is. Like you have to take these losses and... Keep a step in, man. Win your next. Yeah, your I next mean, our, our schedule now, we've got some like Southampton, Brentford, Norwich... Like yeah, all these, I've seen it, man. Yeah, I've seen it. It's easy, easy games, man. Or exactly. three pointers. Um, Mitch, let me go to you, man, because um, Chelsea striker um, Melukaku got Cats. big game, big games allegations about him. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that guy, obviously before before his Chelsea move, he was known to not, you know, score a lot against the big teams or when yeah. it mattered. Basically, he had a goal disallowed yesterday, but other than that, he proved to be pretty unanimous with I think yeah. zero shots on goal or zero shots just no um, shots basically do you reckon he's you know he's going to prove his worth City are just too good against like Liverpool United or whatever or are these allegations um, going to continue following him in the Prem from from what I saw yesterday obviously general play Lukaku it started, he started off the season very very well um, obviously he scored against Arsenal um, but the game yesterday I think what was happening is um, Chelsea didn't have anyone in midfield that could carry the ball or pass the ball through, like you know, pass it into midfield, then turn out, and they're basically missing out. 
that's, that's who they were missing um, or someone like that. So the other, the other option would have been to skip the midfield and then play the ball over the top to Lukaku, which I thought a couple of times it was on, but they weren't playing the ball to him. Um, and a couple of options as well, where as Aspi could have crossed it earlier, but he's gone and turned back, that sort of thing. I think it, it's quite easy to blame him and say, oh, he didn't take any shots and stuff like that. But I think the service wasn't available, but also his hold-up play as well wasn't that good. So it, I, I just genuinely think it was a bad day at the office for him yesterday. Um, but he will he will turn out good, I think, against the the bigger teams. He's too yeah. good. He's too good of a striker anyway for, for that for that not to happen. What do you what do you think, Jake? And those I, Lukaku allegations on him? I completely agree with Mitch in terms of this game in particular. Like he it was it was a hard day at the office for him. He didn't get a lot, and then when I think when he got the service, it, well, he just wasn't on it. Mm. So it was just a bad day all around. In terms of the big game stuff. I I hope he comes good about a shadow of a doubt. Like he's still showing the attributes by the end of the day. We won't know until he plays them. Like I'm confident he will do well. But and and, and he's not really this he's he's now looking like a player that doesn't need to score to have a good game now. He he links up well as well. So Yeah, exactly, you know. exactly. Like you think obviously the Liverpool game, he didn't have that much opportunity because of the James sending off. But in the first half, I thought he was really good, mm. without a doubt. And then against Spurs. Like he was a fall in their side, despite not being able to put the ball in the net. So I, I completely agree with you in there. But you do want like he. We've spent ninety-seven and a half million pounds on him. Yeah, he needs to have that in product. So mm. whilst a win's a win, we're not going to complain. You do want to see more from him. Yeah. Obviously, your your next couple of games is with Juventus, who are in kind of a good form at the moment, and then Southampton at home. How do you fancy it? Well, Juve don't have Morata or Dybala. They've already ruled both of them out. So really, yeah. injury. Yeah, all right, all right. That's a that's a dub then. Yeah, that that should be a win. And then Southampton, like they can't buy a win at the minute, so should be beating them. Like it's no excuses really. Should be beating both. The only worry that we have is um, pardon me, Ruth James is probably going to be out for at least a month now. He's got a high ankle sprain. So we're going to have to deal with that. So that's probably meaning either as he goes to right wing back or we put Hudson Adoy in. <laughs> yeah, I hate that so much seeing him in that position, man. That's actually burning me, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I've, I would like to see him playing further forward. I think it's just one of those things where we've got so many options, especially behind Lukaku. It's sort of if he's going to get game time, that's where he's going to get it. Mm. But I, I do agree. I do want to see him further forward. He, you can tell how unnatural he is and it's not a... It's not a change he wants either. If he wanted it, he'd look a lot better there. Mm. But he, I think he's just doing it because it's forced. He must. To. Jake, Jake, were you were you um, happy with how Tuchel set you guys up in the first half? Because I thought you looked excellent. You were like you. I thought it was another masterclass from him. But obviously, you guys were not to lose. But were you, were you happy with the tactics that he had for for the for the game? Oh, I I, I believe in Tuchel. Like he's got a lot of credit from every Chelsea fan. So. Without a doubt, like I, I sat there at, when the first half ended and went, right, well, City have done nothing. Like we, we need to execute better on getting out of our own half. But defensively, there was like City provided nothing in attack for me. Nothing that made me sit back and go, oh yeah, I should be worried about this. There was like there was not a lot to their ball play. Like Foden was invisible. De Bruyne wasn't effective. It was literally a case of their combination play on the right between Gabby Jesus. 
and Bernardo Silva, where it was Jack Grealish taking people one-on-one. That was it. And even then, it was a case of what was their best opportunity? Gary Jesus sky in it from 10 yards out, Rodri taking that long drive. Like They were all its and bits opportunities. There was never another clear one. Mm. So tight, tight game overall. Yeah, yeah. And that's what happens in the big games. You need to make your own luck. And I don't think we ever looked like we were going to, whereas City did. They took that one strike, it deflects, and then the game opened up massively and Mendy showed up to keep it 1-0. But it could have went so differently. It is what it is. You have to keep moving on. The difficult part of our schedule is over. Let's start chaining some results together. Nice. Let's go. Let's move over to my Donnies then. Showtime United. Obviously, the United boys bottled it for today, but we'll get we'll get them another time. So we'll, real we'll huh? Real fear. They know hey, level, man. We know I'm we know sure. why, man. Back to back home else, but let's start with the Caribbean Cup, man. With a lot of their shooters not local and the French players getting a call up, it's still looking. It still looked like the same old, same old. But personally, I watched the game. I feel I felt like they they did play well, but West Ham. We're just lucky, I guess, with the win. Um, West Ham were also without a number of key players as well, but still held firm at the end. Uh, with the chance of winning the Carabao Cup now in the gutter, uh, is, there, is there still a realistic chance for United to win a trophy this season? Strides. Uh, for me personally, no. I mean, you say maybe the FA Cup, is there any chance? They're not going to win the league. I think they're off for that. And the Champions they're, League is they're a long off, shot. They're off winning the league, you think? Yeah, I, not that they're. I'm not ruling them out completely. I just personally would back Chelsea or Liverpool to win the league. Um, and in terms of the Champions League, again, I just don't think they're they're there yet. Um, so FA Cup realistically now, which again is 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 a trophy. So let I me ask you. Let me ask. Let me ask you a question. So is the FA Cup an ending? fourth, third or second in the league out of the Champions League no Caribbean Cup is that a successful season for United? Uh, I'd I'd say I'd say yes the reason being is because to win the Premier League is very difficult yeah let's not lie City, Chelsea, Liverpool are the teams to beat yeah and the Champions League again opening up to PSG um, it's it's difficult yeah however um, obviously like they may look at it like that I don't think a lot of United fans want Ole in to begin with but to finish in the top four and win a trophy would be progression. I don't think Ole's the right man for the job. I think they should get someone else in if they really want to compete for the league and for the European trophies. But I think where they're at right now, they take a trophy in the top four finish. Mad. Tosin, because you're you're one of them, I guess, neutrals or outsiders that think that United will win the league. So what, what do you make of Calvin's comments? I'm shocked to hear that, to be honest, man. I mean, in my opinion, I feel as if it's win or bust for Man United this season, if I'm honest. Like, you look at, like, and I keep talking about it, but the, the trajectory that they've been on since last season, the fact that they've gone 30 away games, I believe, or 29 away games without defeat. And then you add the greatest player of all time, you add Champions League Varane. I mean, how can you not be kind of challenging for the league? How can, how can fourth and a cup be considered a good season I and mean, that's that's a good season right now for a team like West Ham who've had a great start to the season in my opinion so for me it's, it's league title or Champions League or bust man for sure so, I think the reason people are saying top four and the trophies because Ole needs to break his duck basically yeah I and get... not and not only that like let's let's not forget the other teams that are in the Premier League man there's some top sides in there Liverpool are back 
fully strengthed. Yeah, City are City. We know about them already. And Chelsea are, are like arguably the favourites. So I think to say they should definitely be competing. Yeah. And I think when I say finish fourth, I mean, if it's like a 10 to 15 point deficit, that's not that's not on. But if they're there or thereabouts competing and they finish two, three points shy of winning the league, and but they nick a trophy, I don't think United fans will be too, too um, despondent by that personally. But I do take those points. At the end of the day, like they've signed Varane, they've got CR7, who obviously is the GOAT. And 80 they, milli, don't forget 80 milli. And yeah, and obviously Sanch. So, you know, I think with, with these players and the additions, yeah, like they should be up there. But I think like Munya said, the fact they've not won anything under, under Ole so far, they take it as progress. Yeah. Mm. I think I'm siding more with um, Tosin, Tosin here, simply because of the players that they have. They, agenda, they just, yeah. I hear that. It's not even an agenda thing, man. It's more like, bro, Tosin thinks that they should win the league. I think, I think they won't because of their managers, but I think they should. They should do a lot more. And I think a Champions League or a league would be a successful season for them. Nothing, nothing less, basically. But agenda in it, if I say it. Uh, tabs. Um, they then obviously had their Premier League game at home to Aston Villa, and even that ended up in a loss. All their shooters on deck, yet mm. unable to put at least zero point mm. one goals past Martinez. Mm. Um, I don't know if you watched the game, but what did you make of the result overall? To be fair, I was pretty. Um, I didn't catch the game, by the way. Um, I just saw literally Bruno's uh, miss. Um, however, I was kind of surprised by United. Um, not not at least scoring, as you said. I thought they would at least score and, you know, nick it 3-2 or something like that, seeing as how Aston Villa played last week as well. So I thought it would be a close game, but I thought United would nick it. So I was surprised to hear that toast go, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know. How did, how did he play? How did he play in general? Dead. I actually, I actually caught the game. And, wait, wait, uh, wait. Why are you focusing on him, though? Oh, no, 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 it's no, a question, bro. Yeah, you're being a bit much, in it? No, 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 no,
which you know we've discussed in the past, but I think we said that there's um, a few people ahead of the line, so it might be the right move for him. Mad. By the way, I don't know, man. I feel like you might have been a bit harsh on United. Like, I think I only watched match of the day, yeah, but. I thought they had a lot of chances yesterday and on another day they could have been two, three up at half time. Honestly, yeah, those, I know Greenwood didn't Greenwood yeah, had, yeah. They had chances, like and to be honest, on another day they could have been up at half time and it would have been a different game. But Calvin, mm. you see for for me, yeah, overall, United this season, like Toast mentioned earlier, we're meant to like kick on and you know, these like little performances, like nip it in the bud and just win the games. Actually, if we look at the last three games. Or, or four rather, they lost young boys, then they scraped it against West Ham, um, and then lost the next one to West Ham, and then yesterday lost to Villa. They've been flat, they, they've really been like uh, deceiving, man. They've not been that great, and everyone thought they would be like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, I can understand that. I can understand that. It, it looks like it's the same situation as you know, previous um, seasons. Yeah, yeah, like we've, even though they've got all these new additions, it still seems like. Yeah, they could be short in one department, two, three departments. I don't know. Do you know what? Like maybe, maybe it's because I'm a Spurs fan and I'm just not seeing any shots whatsoever. So <laughs> seeing other teams <laughs> actually create chances is, is exciting it's me more than guessed. it should. Yeah, maybe it's that man. I don't know. It gets like that. It gets like that. <laughs> so, uh, so obviously, United's next two games are Villarreal at home in the Champions League. And then Everton at, ho- at home on Saturday. Um, how do you fancy? How do you fancy their chances in these two games? I expect United to bounce back, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I mean, it's one of those ones where we're still in September, so if people are making decisions about what May United are gonna be at this stage, um, I think it's kind of crazy. And, and I mean, obviously, it works both ways. Like, May United could they could crumble, and I mean, I could have egg on my face, sort of thing. But like I said. I, I have a lot of confidence in this Man United team and I, I feel like they're going to go the distance in quite a few competitions this season. And so I can see them obviously bouncing back, um, beating Villarreal pretty comfortably in the Champions League. Um, hopefully CR7's on pens because that Bruno. And then Everton, I mean, again, they started really well on the Benitez. Obviously a nice win again this weekend, but I mean, Everton at home, I don't. I can't see United. Yeah, United has always beat them man. At yeah. home, and in, in fairness to Villa, man, now we, we, I want to give Villa credit really quickly, just because they they lost to Chelsea three 0 But if anyone actually watched that game, it wasn't really a three 0 sort of victory, and they've had a bit of an up and down season. But I I knew that was going to be a tricky game for United. So yeah, well well done to Villa, like well deserved win, man. Mm. All right, let's go to my boys then. Um, obviously, because I'm hosting and Kenneth's not here, so. It's- I'm not going to talk too much. Drop them let's, points, boy. <laughs> let's hear from the rest. Uh, Jake, so let's start with the midweek fixture then versus uh, our whipping boys, Norwich. Um, goals from our backup strikers, Origi and Minamino. A lot has been said, obviously, about Liverpool and, you know, our lack of depth. A lot of rota- rotating has happened already a lot this season with key and fringe players getting minutes. Um Again, is this going to be an issue for Liverpool further down the line, or do you think do you think like ah, maybe they can do it? Um, in terms of depth wise, I mean, if you manage to keep Salah fit, it doesn't really matter, does it? I like guys a one man wrecking crew at the minute. I mean, what did Toast put on Twitter earlier? Is Mister Automatic? Like, <laughs> it's it's Salah or bust really? Because I mean, Hot has been in awful form for most of this year. Let's be fair. 
And then Mane, like overall player, has been decent, but he's still mi- missing those finishing boots. But as long as you keep Salah fit, you can keep being, you'll keep staying fine. If he goes down, well, then does the thing tight, man. Yeah. It's looking tight. So, like, don't get me wrong, Origi Minamino scoring is nice, but I'm pretty sure you could have put out your under-23s against Norwich and still got a result against them <laughs> in the form that they're in. So I wouldn't take much from anything. Like at the end of the day, it's better to seem to score or not. But what does it mean? A whole lot of nothing in my book. What about like the way we rotate our midfield midfielders as well? And like our centre backs as well? Because like, I don't think we've used the same midfield three and the same back four as well for yeah, every like- single game. I think your I think your depth probably like centre back. You have a lot of depth there. Let's be fair. Like you have four, at least a, I'd say average to above average Premier centre backs. At least I mean obviously like VVDs elite. Matty has started the season brilliantly. As long as he stays available, is fine. Canate physically looks like an absolute specimen. And Joe Gomez once he starts properly working back from his injury, because I bet he's still finding that sharpness will be fine. And then midfield-wise, like you do have a lot of options. I mean, Henson, Fabinho, Thiago, Curtis Jones, Navi Keita, that's not a bad midfield five, to say the least, plus Jimmy Milner, if he ever gets a game there. So I think your depth's there fine, but it is your front line where you just like, and you go, ooh, ooh, minging. That's funny because, obviously, um, I guess in our game, in the thriller against Brentford, at their gaff, which ended in a three-all draw. Um, typical from Liverpool as well after our ups, our dropping points left and right. Uh, Tabs, what did you make of Liverpool's performance? And if you can, also touch on Brentford as well, because I, I feel that's, like they des- deserve a lot of credit. That's what I was going to touch on, man, that Brentford were actually very impressive, man. Um, as you all know, my dad's a Liverpool fan and he was he, he had nothing bad to say about Brentford. Like the whole team, um, the attitude is right. You know, they're playing for each other, the manager, and just their recruitment, man. They're, they're all there for each other. And it's just it's just good to see from a side that's just come up. And ho- hopefully they stay up, man. Um, but they played really well and they were committed till the end. Um, Could have nicked it, obviously, but um, unfortunately for the offside. So, yeah, I think it was the overall... I think we need to shine a light on how good Brentford played mm-hmm. rather than how bad Liverpool played or not bad mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? They forced it. They forced it. I'm not going to lie. So you're completely right, man. Like, we need to give Brentford their credit. And especially um, Ivan Tony, because yeah. I have not seen Virgil van Dijk lose that many headers in a game in a very, very long time. And yeah, he had him up a few times, man. And he's not just like a... He, just, he reminds me of a peak... Peter Crouch. I don't know if that's the correct uh, comparison, but he's also good with his feet. This is the first time I've actually seen Ivan Tony properly. And he's also, he can pick a pass. He can, you know, he can drill. He's quite fast. So, yeah, I was... Like Drogba. Or that's, Drogba. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's where it is. That's a better comparison, yeah? I, I think so. I'm, I've been massively impressed by Tony. And yeah. Do you reckon he's going to get caught? Do you think anyone's going to buy oh, him? Oh, 100%. Like, if he goes down, 100%. Ne- I, I think even if they don't go down, like mm. next season, like let's be fair, Arsenal, like, let's just use them as an example, or yeah, someone like like a West Ham, depending on how Antonio gets on this season, where he's obviously impressing. But like you could, Brentford could easily save 50 million. Like genuinely. Ooh, all- 
if his numbers, if his if his numbers, if he gets, mm, I don't think fifty mil, but just for the sheer fact that if he gets fifteen goals, then yes, and fifty for fifty 15, million, yeah, 15, 15 goals. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, but fifteen goals and then fifty million. I don't think so. Just for the sheer fact, age will come into it. He's how old is that? Twenty six, twenty seven. He's 20, but, uh, it'll be he's 25 he'll be 26 next year but yeah that's if he's bagging that's he'll go for also because that's he's fine. been in the Premier League before and it hasn't gone well for him I think that's going to bring his value down as well I don't think 50 mil I think 50 mil is a bit excessive I, I, I really don't I Bro, really ben, think, ben White go for 50 why can't he that's different Ben White's what 22 years of age mm. and he's played in England that, that's, that's, that's different <laughs> hey let's, let's wait to touch on Ben White Cause I got a few points. Wait, hold on. I think proving yeah. goal scorers in the Prem, especially the English tax, you always he had to apply to that, and Brentford would have no reason to sell him, so you'd have to make them sell him. Mm. I think that I think if he doesn't go this year, what did Bernardo go for thirty? Yeah. There you go. Like Ollie Watkins went for thirty, and he didn't even. But you got to think, Benarama went for thirty, and that was their. That is their star boy. That was their main player. But that if was Tony, listen, player. listen. If Tony gets fifteen goals and about eight to ten assists, he's leaving, that's, bro. That's he's the, leaving yeah, for that okay, price, man. That's that's a big number. That that I can say. If you if you're getting fifteen goals in the league and, and eight assists, bro. If you see if you see his if you see his link up with um Embuemo, bro, yeah. he can get that man. Let's okay, we'll wait and see, man. We'll wait and see. I hope I hope he obviously does well because I like. Come on, I like yeah. I know. To be fair, I like you. I've got beef with him. He's been trying to get clout off Arsenal for a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> Muno, well, that's nice. No, I was gonna say shout out Brentford though because I saw like didn't Villa get um, Watkins from Brentford as well? Like, yeah, that's, oh, what, yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying about the recruitment, man. Yeah, they, they no, see they, that. Just, no, no, not even recruitment. How they build strikers, like whatever they're doing for coaching. They're making some very good strikers. Scouts, man. Because they grabbed they grabbed Tony from Pia, bro, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's scouting, man. They're, they're just a well like, as Munich says, they're just a well coached team. Like that was it the second goal where Pinnock put it in at the back post. That set piece, that was tremendous. Like that that ripped mm. Liverpool apart. Like mm. bear in mind the defending for from Fabinho was shoddy, in yeah. my view. Point. Defending yeah. overall defending overall was poor, man. I was so unimpressed. Sorry, one of the worst, coming yeah. Goal, coming from a goalkeeper's union, let's give some flowers to Raya as well, fam. Like that double save you did to stop uh, Mourinho from... at one nil as well. Oh yeah. Nah, well, Hotter was Jota, was Jota, Jota. But he's a good goalie, you know. There was he's a save at good. the end as well. There was a save at the end as well. Yeah, the, but and then the near own goal in it. Yeah. 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 Shout out Brentford, man. I was I was pissed, man. I wanted the three points, but. Well, well, I need to look at the positives. One point, top of the table. Then next week we've got City, so, yeah. Oh, next week City teams. Yeah, man. Hey. Um, you know, so, that's all how the Premier League fixtures are just giving us bangers each weekend. Like, that's what Alan Finney was saying. Like, Gary Neville was saying this is the most, like, uh, like impressive start to a Premier League season for, yeah, for a while. Yeah, we have fair. Obviously, this weekend, as far as the closest... City and then later with the dust Arsenal Spurs and then you've got Liverpool City next week <laughs> by and the way by the way to the listeners Munya's life and directing his whip in case you can't can't hear him properly <laughs> but he's Coming trying from the game after a fantastic dub obviously um uh Strizza, let me let me go with you um obviously our next two games is away to Porto in the Champions League 
and then um, a home fixture against City. What do you think my boys are going to do, bro? Oh, well, the Porto game, I expect you to win that, to be fair. Um, it's never an easy place to go, but you should be collecting three points there. And then the City game, I just don't know, man. Like, I did back City to win yesterday. Um, however, Anfield, it's just a different kettle of fish, isn't it? Like, I just think... I need to see what time the game is on. Hold on. This, this game this game is going to be the one, man. Oh, it's I, under the lights, yeah? Calm. I think I think Liverpool will win it. I think it will be a 2-1 Liverpool win, man. I think you'll get back-to-back wins in the champs and in the league. And, yeah, going to the international break, top of the league. I Andy, hope so, I need man. to ask you a question, actually. You brought up a point earlier about um, you guys are... You know, you've not had the same midfield. You've not had the same defence. Mm. Do you think that will come back to party? In terms of consistency, like if Van Dijk is not playing against someone, the same person every week, that could also affect affect you guys in a game, let's say like City or something like that. I mean, I think like the, this particular back four is, is basically our usual back four. They've played, I think, twice already, um, mm-hmm. but we've chopped and changed it a fair few times. But I think in the big games, it will be Trent, Matip, Van Dijk and um, Robertson, man. But... Obviously, with injuries, it might be chopped and changed a lot. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. To answer your question, to be honest, we'll have to see. Yeah. We'll have to see, man. I just hope, like, Konate is looking good, but I think he's still, like, uh, getting oh, used oh, really? to the, yeah, yeah. The, 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 you know, the, what do you call I it? Mean, the intensity Mat- of the Prem. Matip is decent, bro, actually, to be fair. Bro, I've always been screaming it, man. He's, he's, he's a top defender. Matip's man, good, man. As long as he stays fit, yeah. I think him and Van Dyke. We'll be fine. Yesterday, obviously, he looks a little bit dodgy at the back. Yeah. But I think... He, has, he has that game, in him, man. That Bambi. Bambi on ice, but... Yeah. <laughs> I think in the big games, man, you'll, you'll be all right. Yeah. All right, man. Let's go to the headliners then. Uh, we'll, we'll start with Arsenal. Um, Come on. And before we start with the North London derby, Mitch, let's get back. Mm. Let's, go, let's go back this week uh, to the <laughs> game midweek versus Wimbledon. Comprehensive yeah. home win. Um, I saw Lacazette was on the score sheet. Yeah. What's what's going on with him? I want to know what's, um, what's going on with him. I think he knows his place now, to be honest. He's obviously a, a, a squad player now, which is what we've always wanted to be. He's not he's not gonna be <laughs> your, he's not he's you don't want him to be your number nine in in uh, in all your games, to be honest. But he's not a bad player to be coming off the bench and using as a squad player for games like the Carabao Cup. Um I went to the game actually and he genuinely doesn't he doesn't look much better than the strikers that are on the other team, the, who are Wimbledon. I was like, he, he just looks tired. Um, his first touch isn't the greatest. His pressing isn't great. Um, yeah, he, I think he's going down to like the last bit of his, of his career now and he's winding down. He's not gonna, he's obviously his is this, is this his last season? Does his contract yeah, this run is, out? This is, this is it okay. for him now. Yeah, yeah, so this is it. This is it. He's probably going to sign a pre-contract um, for another team. Um, January, January, anyway. Yeah, so I, I think he knows himself that it's winding down. But weirdly, Aubameyang's probably got what two years left, and it's going to be the same thing for him, isn't it? So, um, yeah, the game, the game overall was a bit disappointing because yeah, it actually so. felt like Wimbledon were, you know, they were in control of the game sometimes, and we weren't in control. They were, right. they were not not like as in in control, but they didn't look threatened. We weren't threatening mm. enough. Um, basically it was one nil for like long period of ages for ages and and i could sense the crowd getting a bit frustrated as well um but obviously we've got the two goals in the last the 
the Saka came on again, big difference because he's our our difference maker. As soon as he came on, we started attacking a lot more, and then we got two goals. Smith Rowe came on as well. Again, it's the two it's the two usual suspects who come on and they make the difference. Um, and we finally the star, got the star boys, yeah. They are mm. they're, they're the, they're the real star boys, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, where's but, that um, tree? And it finished three 0 I say no more, man. Uh, Tabs, let me stay with you, man. Car, mm. we all know how the game ended today. Three one to the Arsenal. Spurs ain't won. Spurs ain't won in the Emirates. Um, in a, in a, in a, in a while, to be honest. Ten years. Ten years, mad. Yeah. Arsenal came out the blocks, man. Uh, it seemed that Arsenal and uh, you know, players this time around they were confident of the dub. Uh, but were the fans this time around as well? Unlike yeah, Brentford, yeah. Huh? Um, I mean, I guess Munya can answer the question about the fans. Um, but when I spoke to him earlier, um, and from what I was hearing anyway, you know, on TV, everyone was buzzing. And it was just good from the offset, literally kickoff. I saw Partey flying in a tackle. The next one was Ben White. He won his tackle. And I just knew it was going to be a good day because Arsenal never started. Uh, yeah, Arsenal never start a game like that. And how, how they how started today. Yeah. Sorry, go you know, on, bro. Sorry, you know when the gaffer said... Sunday League football, you know when they say, first tackle, let yeah. them know. Let them, it yeah. literally sets the mood. It sets the tone. And you, man, obviously, you know, season ticket, I think, five, six years now. The Emirates has never been like that. I mean, since the Champions League nights, anyways, remember that Barca game. But when I've been there, the Emirates has never been like that, bro. Everyone was fucking buzzing. Yeah. Um, and just to carry on with that, like, like all the players literally... Today were like a nine out of ten for me. All like all of them. Like no, 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 no one, no one, no one was no weak. Passengers, yeah? bro. No passengers, bro. Um, like they mm. were all playing for each other, all looking for each other. And you know, I'll save my shot for who I really want to shout out today. But mm. you know I, what I mean? I'm gonna save it for the shot. Toast, we need a monologue, my brother. <laughs> yeah, monologue incoming, bro. Monologue incoming, man. Um, yeah, all right, first things first, then I wanna uh, preface my comments in it by Telling Tarbs and Mitch to take time in it, man, because me, I've been an Arsenal <laughs> fan since before you, man, were in nappies in it. So respect the older OG Arsenal fan in it. Like, second, second thing in it, I think like the theme of today in it was about um, the like restoring the domination that we've had over Spurs for a very long time. In it. And I'll, I'll maintain this because I've said it before in the group chat, I've said it a lot, a long time. Like, Arsenal Tottenham for me has never been a footballing rivalry, it, it's, it's similar to Liverpool Everton. It's a post-goal rivalry. Off it, like, Come off it, man. You're, you're binded, and, I, and I'll explain why. You're binded by, you're binded by your postcode. You're binded by blood by your postcode. At the end of the day, like Tottenham have never stopped Arsenal like winning like a league title. Like United have done. They've never stopped Arsenal Freeze. winning the Champions League. Like Chelsea, they've never stopped us winning even like a cup final. Like Liverpool, like, Liverpool are beating us in a cup final. So for me, them games there, them seasons there. That's what I hold there in terms of what a rival is. Like Tottenham, yeah, I'm not oblivious to the fact that they finished above us in the last couple of seasons, but what have they had to show for it? Like nothing. Like footballing-wise, league title-wise, cup-wise, it's not a rivalry. So today it was important for me to see us actually like assert that dominance over them. Like from the beginning of the game, like the boys have already said, we were the better team. Like, And I love the fact that the, I guess the trajectory of our seasons are kind of going in different directions. Tottenham won their opening three games albeit quite lucky and we lost our first three we were horrible in the first three and now we've won our next three 
and they've, they've lost, lost them. They're, they've lost their last three. And I'll tell you what, I'll be honest with you, man. Like Brentford was horrible. Chelsea was embarrassing. Like City was embarrassing. Even like the Norwich and the Burnley game. I wasn't happy with the overall performances. Yeah, the result was good. But today was the first time I was like, you know what? These boys actually look like they've been doing something in training. I've never seen yeah. chemistry between um, Smith Rowe, Saka and Abamyang more like in any game I've watched at Arsenal than I did today, man. Like, they were knocking the ball, the ball about so, so well. Like Smith Rowe was involved in all three goals, man. I mean, he's taken a lot on his shoulders to take on the number 10 jersey. And I'm, and I'm so proud of the boy. And I mean, again, Saka, another absolute masterclass. I know the boys go back and forth, Greenwood this, Greenwood that. I maintain that it's not a comparison personally because Greenwood's a, a, a shoot first striker and like Saka can't lace Greenwood's boots when it comes to goal scoring, but Greenwood can't lace Saka's boots when it comes to like creativity. I'm sorry, like, like he's a very, very good creative player. Like, you're not going to get 10 stepovers out of Saka and you're not, he's not going to like sprint past you, but he, he will do. He can come in on his left and whip it in back post or he can take you to the byline. But Greenwood can do that too. From a goal scoring perspective, like not from like an assist and not from like an um, but he assists assist though perspective. Greenwood assists. Not to Saka. Not like not like Saka, not like not to Saka's level. He registered one assist last season. Bro, uh, like, say no more. Green, Greenwood don't really assist, and if we're talking, if we're talking assist game, in it, like it's clear mm-hmm. in it, man. But mm-hmm. let me let me give Saka a lot of love in it, man, because um he took his goal so so well as well. Like the first chance got blocked. He said, I got a right foot as well. Man, pammed it into the bottom corner, slid, did a knee slide, game done. Do you know what I mean, man? So I'm I'm just proud of the boys. I'm really, really happy with the performance. This is the first game all season that I've actually screamed when we've scored. Like, like Norwich, Burnley. I, I, I didn't react, bro, because I weren't happy with how we were playing. But today, I was screaming like from the top of my lungs, man. I was proud of the boys. What better time game, to do it than live on primetime television, Sunday? Everyone's Super tuned Sunday, in. Sunday, on That's, what, that's, what, that's what we see wanted. Then. That's what we want every week. Um, can, I so, can, I, can I just say as well how important that ESL goal was? Because I think from last mm. season, people just knew the quality that he had. But people were saying he just needs to add the assist. He needs to add the goals to his game. And he's done that already this season. He's got some assists and he's got goals. This is exactly what he needs to take him up the next level. So that, And in the North London derby, that's going to stay for forever, man. Now he's got that extra bit of confidence. Boy, like, obviously... We take it. We take it as it is, as Choice has said, a very shit start to the season. We've got to build from this. Um, it's the first time in a while since Arsenal have had all their players fit for once, and that's like I didn't want to use excuses previously about COVID and all that stuff. That was bullshit. But I think that's going to help us. We just need to build from this and keep it up because this, this, the start of the season was absolutely shocking. Okay, um, Jake. Um, obviously, we had a the, the discussion about Arsenal signings. Um, Ramsdale, Tomiyasu started today. Um, I think personally, they both had a brilliant game today. Initially scrutinised. So, how 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 do we look at these two signings now from a neutral's perspective? Um, they started off well against bad opposition. Like you, you're doing the job against rubbish teams. You've got to be doing it, which is fair enough. So I'm not going to take anything away from them. They have been, they've done their jobs. They've done them well. But I'm not going to give them any credit until they play decent players and play decent teams. Like Tommy Asu today impressed me with how well he shut down Son. And that deserves credit. And Ramsdale pulled off a good save or two. But yeah, I 
I want to see consistency. We need, we need more in there. We need more yeah. on the table in there. Yeah. You know, we need we need a rap sheet. That's all we need, Monya. We need a rap sheet. I'll be back Jake next week. Literally, Jake literally just sent shots at two clubs in one sentence. Fucking hell. Hmm? Flew over yeah. my head. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, like I say, like, you, from what I've seen so far, I've been impressed, but I don't put much stock in it. And to give me some decent Tom, teams. Tommy, Tom, I'll, I'll, I'll stop you there. Tommy Yasu, yeah. I'm not going to talk about Ben White too much, but Tommy Yasu, you man were bantering, saying you don't know what position he plays, blah, blah, blah. Bro, the boy is good. It's as simple as that. The boy no, is good. Not, it doesn't matter. He's about done the good so far. Like, he's playing, he's playing against Son today. Yeah. Yeah. And he did well. I'm going to... I'm definitely going to pump the brakes on the Tommy Asu thing. I feel as if we've we've looked we've been so bad for the last two years with like Cedric and Bellerin that anyone just coming in and doing the basics right and showing a bit of passion is going to look good. I think he's he's, he's had a good start, but I mean let's let's oh, pump the brakes in it, man. I don't know what player we're going to get out of him, and this is what a lot of Arsenal fans do. Like we overhype players too quickly, and this, this is how we end up disappointed. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it was a good performance. Everyone's gassed off the. North London Derby hype in it, but we need, we need to pump the brakes, man. I mean, I've only seen this guy play like three times in my whole life, bro. Like, he's not suddenly the Arsenal right back of the future. Like, I mean, so I'm not can, gonna... I, can I ask a question? Why is it? Well, obviously, you've Ivan Tony, everyone's like, oh, he's, he's done all this. Yeah, game. Why, why can't we then say this right back? He looks good. We're not the only ones that are saying it, the pundits are saying it. Why can't we say, oh, do you know what? He, he it's not just the free games but you can it's tell the P- guy PTSD from Toast man he just but doesn't want to get against when came up in the championship this is completely different you guys, you guys right. are saying no 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 but you guys are saying oh he's playing it, he's doing it against teams that are rubbish he's doing it against Premier League Premier League teams yeah it don't make sense bro. How yeah, it's free <laughs> games I'm saying How, yeah, I'm free, giving him credit no but then I'm talking about I'm talking about your reasoning your reasoning is oh from previous the level of the previous players that's not his fault it's not his fault the players rubbish. He's coming and done what that's he has what's to making do. you more excited because you ain't seen a, a right back capable of doing anything in like. But then there you go. But then he's back. doing it. But he's doing but it. There you he's, go. That's my, that's our point. He, that's why no one, no one, is, no one. These Son is a quality player, and you know that because you've said this before. Son is a quality player. He made Son. Son couldn't run at him. Son. He was getting so tight, tight to Son. Son couldn't turn. He couldn't find space. So that Son's right still side. Bad actually, today, man. I mean, what? Come on, man. Are we really, are, are really going to say he Son. shut Son down? Like, it wasn't, the game wasn't Son v. Tomiyasu today. Like, that wasn't but the then, kind of game No, but then was. that is so, their game. If you're, if you're playing left mid, you're against the right back. That is it. That is your man for the day. Someone, someone, someone did say Japan won, um, South Korea zero. So, yeah, that's why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I said, Benjamin, I'm, I'm the likes for the boy. He's come oh. in. He's, he's asserted himself in as the right back, innit? I just... I just, me, I don't want to hear voice notes in two or three weeks and that's all I'm saying. Toast, it? Toast, it would right. be funny, isn't it? Toast. There were like points in the game if you, like, it, like if anyone watched today where like there was balls that, he, like loose balls he was getting and I even said this to Mitch and he was just like hitting it and the way he hit it, yeah, I was expecting it to just go into no one. But all the balls that he was hitting were going into like a Bamiyang or Odegaard or whatever and something was coming off it. Defensively, we can see what he's doing. Bro, he, he he's actually better than what we expected. We all expected nothing. People Agreed. were saying, Agreed. I'm, I'm That's not facts. That's that. facts. That's People facts. Saying, I'm not disagreeing with that. Gonna get nothing. So I'm going to give him the flowers right now based off what I've seen from the three games. He's been solid. But then you can't excuse us for saying that over three games is a short sample and that I want to see it for longer. But then that's Works what, both ways, man. Works both ways. Yeah. Know, 
can choose. Yeah, it's both things, but people have different standards. But I definitely hear uh, both both sides, man. I hear both sides, man. Uh, toast. Um, so obviously your next game, you're not you're not in Europe. So your next game will be against potential Premier League leaders by then, Brighton away. Chat to yeah, me, man. Right, uh, Matt. I'm I'm very interested to see like the south south east derby tomorrow to see how Brighton get on. If they get another win in that game, I can see that being another uncomfortable game because, I mean, yeah, like I said, just just for a while now under Arteta, we're very game to game. Like you you'll get a a free one out of um, Tottenham, and then you'll pull up to at the Amex and you'll lose to a last minute Lewis Dunkeda, You know, so me, I'm not going <laughs> to get too excited. Um, Good team, like like Morpay's played well this year. Trossard's been playing really well. Um, so yeah, man, I'm I'm intrigued to see what sort of performance we come out with. Like, but like if we if we play the way we played against Spurs, we'll win. But will we play the same way? Man? I don't know because like, we've shown that we can do it. It's just can we transfer it week to week, ground to ground? It, it remains to be seen, isn't it? So mm. I mean, I think on paper it looks like a draw, but let's let's wait and see, man. Let's wait and see. Just collect points from them, man. They're, they're, they're moving too mad at the moment. Necessary. They're about to go top if they win tomorrow. Mm. All right, cool. So let's go to North London White then. Obviously, we'll scale it back to earlier this week. In the Caribbean Cup, you played um, Wolves away, I think. Great start. 2-0 yeah. up. You gave it away. Game went into penalties. You conquered. How was the game? Why did you give it away? <laughs> um, I'm not sure whether Nuno's in the dugout or Jose's in the dugout at this point because I'm seeing a lot of stuff I saw last season being go, going goals ahead in games and and obviously not in the case of the cup but the league dropping points and obviously we got away with it I thought we played well first half in that game um, but yeah second half we just got dominated had a few chances but in the end yeah just happy to go through because that is our only realistic opportunity that and the, the conference league of a trophy this year. So, yeah, just happy to get the dub, man. And then obviously, uh, yeah, I mean, after your impressive start of the season with three wins out of three, like Toast mentioned. We weren't even impressive, you, man. That's the thing. Like, Sorry to cut you, but On paper, on paper, sorry. Yeah, on paper. Yeah. Um, you have, you've come back from the international break, losing all your games. Like, what's going on? 9-0 on aggregate. Mm. I'll tell you what's going on very simply. Um, we are bottom of every every single statistic you can think of. We are bottom. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny? Like obviously Arsenal won today, um, <laughs> and and the fact and these men are still arguing. I wish I had something to argue about. I wish I had something to be happy about. Yeah? We are bottom. Yeah, for successful pressures, we are nineteenth for tackles won. We are nineteenth for successful take ons. We are nineteenth for progressive carries. We are twentieth. For progress, progressive carry distances. We are 19th for aerial duels won. We are 16th for possession. We are 20th for expected goals. We are 18th for wow. goals scored. I it's can tight, go on and on and on. That's truly the guy. That man. is damning, man. We are in the relegation zone for every single attacking statistic this season. Mad. So when you've lost 3-0 at Selhurst, 3-0 at home to Chelsea, then 3-0 at the, or 3-1 at the Emirates... I don't need to say no more, man. We got outclassed today. That first half was the worst 45 minutes I've seen in my life. And I'm not joking you. That's North London derby. These man put up pictures, yeah, every day leading up, oh, North London derby soon, throwback 
um, goals and this and that, and they turn up that performance. Gutless, spineless, pathetic, no passion, no desire, nothing. Them fans go week in, week out. I was at, uh, at the lane last week, and it's pathetic. And all I'm seeing is these men come out after the game and put up on social media, yeah, we'll go again next week. Obviously, we're doing this. We're doing. What are they doing? What's happening? I'm telling you now, yeah, Nuno needs to go. I'm going, I'm going on record to say Nuno needs to go. And I'll tell you why. It doesn't matter, yeah, that we've lost the game today. It's how you lose. It doesn't matter we lost last week or against Palace. It's how you lose. And in every single performance, I've seen nothing. If anything, we played worse under Nuno than we did under Jose. You, think? you know how I felt. 100%. Tell me, Munya, um, you were there today. All I saw today, yeah, from minute one, was Arsenal want it more. Football is about wanting it. Yeah, more than anything, yeah. you've got to earn the right to play. We've got no... Firstly, we don't want it. Secondly, we've got no way of playing. Arsenal were finding pockets, playing between the lines. There was cohesion. There was, there was dynamism. They, they wanted it. And with us, we don't... We've got a way to play. It's pass it across the back and hoof. These men cannot play under pressure. Arsenal pressed us. What do we do? We just clip it long. Clip it long. There you go, Harry. There you go, Son. There you go. Chase that. And then people want to get on to Harry Kane and, the, oh, he hasn't scored and he don't get touches in the box. Because we'll touch, we'll touch on him later, brother. But at the end of the day, yeah, as I said, I want Nuno because I think the way we're playing at the moment is not of a team that should be playing in that way. I looked at Brentford yesterday against Liverpool. That, that's a team that's just come up from the championship through the playoffs. And look at the game they gave Liverpool. Not one of their players, yeah, on paper should, should get into our starting eleven. But I tell you what, I take half their team after th- that performance today, if not the whole eleven. It's not good enough. Yeah, facts. I think what Jake said um, earlier in the chat as well, where he was like, um, at the moment, we don't see any manager changing this. So is this really a player thing or a manager thing? Or do you not agree with him? Like, do you see a manager actually changing the situation at the moment? I agree with Jake to a certain extent. Because it has to be the players at this point. It happened on the potch. They gave up on the man that made a lot of their careers and things went south. We should never have got rid of him. He should have been given time, but that's neither here nor there. Jose's come in, got a little bit out of them and the same things happened. And now we're seeing even less so in less time of Nuno. So maybe it is the players somewhat. But in 45 minutes last week at Chelsea, first half, I thought we played all right. We were on the front foot. We were pressing. We were winning the ball high up the pitch. Chelsea were looking a little bit shaky. So I don't, I can't put my finger on it. Like, but I don't know whether it's, I, I know that the players, yeah, obviously they're the ones that go out there. When they cross the white line, it's down to them. But tactically, what are, what is Nuno telling them to play? How do Tottenham play? You, I'll ask you this question, Andy. How do we play? <laughs> I don't know, boy. I don't know. It's, 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 it's inshallah times 10. Do, do you get me? Like, <laughs> I understand, Jay. Do you know what? Looking back now, and I know it's, it's hindsight and it's easy to say, but under Jose, there was a little bit of structure. Yeah, we were very defensive. We were but that's very that's boring. funny because I actually feel like, okay, let's say the first three games, I felt like this was the case with Nuno. Whereas with Jose, there was little to no structure. With Nuno, it looked like something is happening in the first three oh, games at least. But then... To be honest with you, the, the City game was fantastic. The passion, I thought we played really well. And I thought, yeah, do you know what? This, this is looking good, man. Like, although we're kind of defensive we're, we're attacking with a real purpose and we look good and I don't want to get onto him but since Kane's come back in the side things have just slowed down and I don't know if that's a Kane problem I don't know if it's the players I don't really know like it's so hard to put my finger on it but there's just like 
I just wanted to I just wanted to pose this question um, for everyone and on wax as well in regards to Harry Kane. Like I want everyone to answer this. Is he finished or is he doubling down? What what's going on with him? No one to play. He's doubling down, bro. I don't think it's that. I think we are just not good enough. Genuinely. For him. Because, I... Yeah, that's what I think, man. Because then okay, I know Son scored today, but he was poor today and he's been poor for the last couple of weeks. And you can say the same thing about Lucas when he's played. Oh, he's been one of our better players, to be fair. But in terms of his goal contribution, we've yeah. scored four goals this season. We've won three games, one nil. One was a penalty as well. And we've had, the, like I said earlier, the lowest amount of shots. So Harry Kane is a gunman. He's a goal scorer. But yeah. if you can't get the ball to one of the best strikers in the world, then what do you want? Like, what do you want oh, him to do? I, I, I genuinely... Sorry, Mitch. I just feel, you know, when your team's playing shit, it just filters down to you as well. Because we know when Tottenham are playing well, Harry Kane's going to bike. So I don't think it's finished. I think it's a lack of motivation and the, the, the form of the team is carrying it down to us. I think even before Calvin, you might disagree. When you know shit, um, Harry Kane could still, like, you know, come another, another gear. But because things are so bad now. He's David trying, man. But oh, bro, it's the whole team. He's at risk of having like a similar season as Aubameyang last year, where like at some point when the goals aren't getting in, the confidence is going to be low. He's not getting much service at all. I don't think he's finished though by any means. I mean, but when like I mean, as I said, F- the, physically he looks. He's himself. not carrying the ball again like normal. He's not. Like, bro, bro, he doesn't Andy, have that. Andy, how many times did he get the ball? I know under people keep saying that hey, Kane's dropping deep. Kane's dropping deep. He was dropping deep with Jose. They were just an end product. Let's not forget, no, no, no. He, he won the golden boot and, and the top playmaker last, last season, yeah? No. Dropping deep and making things happen. No. But we're not getting the ball to his feet to make him do things. No, Calvin, Calvin, Calvin. I've seen this man jogging, yeah? When, whilst, uh, I think it was Son who broke free on the left and he was like, on, like basically... A, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Looking for... But Tobbs, to, to he there. was doing this last season, though. Jogging, bro. Like, he just looks bobbed. To me, nah, he's, I, I genuinely well, I agree with um, Strauss that he actually has would, uh, always does that anyway. Yeah, he's he done that. that last season. He does that. Like, does that. You know what, yeah? Yeah, he does the job and stuff. He picks and chooses his runs. He does yeah, he, he picks and chooses. Look, there's no doubt he's had a lot of injuries and he's not physically where he was, let's say, a couple of seasons ago. But he's had to adapt his game yeah, to, to his own body. And he, before this season, was wanted, obviously wanting to leave and that's had a mental effect on him and things like that. But I can't blame solely Harry Kane for this. Like, we are bottom for distant covered as well. I forgot to mention that. Bottom. Like, the players aren't running. Like, the, the, under Pochettino, yeah, we used to press. We were up there, top three, top four in the league for those kind of running stats. And we're bottom of the league. Hmm. So yeah. when you haven't got the ball, yeah, and when you have the ball, you're not very good with it. And then when you don't have the when you don't have the ball, your off the ball work's not good. It only ends in one thing, and that's going to be conceding goals, not scoring goals, and losing games. So I can't look at, what, what look at Harry Kane for that. What, what do you think of? Um, because obviously, I'm, I'm I was a bit confused to see Dele Ali now back in the squad oh. um, over the last few games because I I genuinely think his his time at Spurs should have should have been over last year. Two been up, ago, been up. It's done. Yeah. Finished. Now, do you think that Nuno is just genuinely just trying to bring back? He's trying to bring Hold back up. that. Listen, Delhi Ali is finished. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Boohoo Man, Dreadlock Rasta. I don't know what him to deal with, but he needs to get out of the club. Gee, he wouldn't get in anyone else in the top ten. I'm telling you now. Facts. He even Facts. struggles to get into like Villa's midfield. 
G, he is a bottom half Premier League player or a championship player at best. He's finished. He don't get in the box anymore and score goals. He's not a number eight who's good on the ball. At, like in terms of teams, don't really play number tens anymore. It's very rare, yeah. But even when he used to, when he used to play ten under Poch, he would make those second striker runs into the box. You don't see that anymore. He is finished. I'm telling you, like, ah, uh, 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 mate, Delhi Ali. Like, there's so many man. Do you know what? When I think about it today, yeah, I really think Skip should have played in there. Um, I know he's very, very like he's very basic, but at least he put his foot in. Delhi used to have a nasty streak in him. You know what I mean? He used to be like a bit of a like a shit out. She didn't want to play against him because he was a nasty. He's just nice now. <laughs> My man has you got know, dreadlocks you know. with, with hair dye. <laughs> nah, because nah, killing you. <laughs> yeah, because you know what the problem is, man. This is the problem, yeah. This is the North London derby. It means more to us, man. It does their man on the pitch. Well, Donny's from M. Milton Keynes, bro. Brother, there's no passion <clears throat> out there. So, oh, look, I don't like Harry Winks as much as the next Tottenham fan. But at least he knows what it means. Maybe he would have put his foot in. Skip, he would have put their foot in today. How many men? Was there even a yellow card today in this game? This is a North London derby. Do you think back in the day? Yeah. That you go for a North London derby. Man weren't scrapping, pushing and shoving. Them man are tackling people and, and helping each other up. There's a lack of passion. And Dele Ali is the main culprit for that. I want him gone, Mitch. In answer to your question, I want him gone. Out the team, out the squad, out of everything. I don't want him nowhere near the club. Yeah, bro. I get it. It's 2020, it's 2021, right. man. All right, it's the North London derby, though. Sorry, man. This is the North London derby. Like, just the man not care. Trizza, I, I hear you, man. I hear you, bro. No, you don't know because you're sitting pretty at the top, bro. We got sitting <laughs> next to me. He might be laughing at me soon, man. <laughs> All right, so your next game is against Slovenian Giants Mora, and then you got Aston Villa at home. Who? Slovenian Giants Mora. See, I don't see know. It there? How embarrassing is that? <laughs> Hey, you have to you have to play with your face, isn't it? Yeah. So then Villa at home as well. What's your oh, predictions? God, Slovenian Baders Mora, whatever they are, you got to say you got to win that one. But yeah, we'll probably win that. I don't even know who they are. So if we don't win that, then I'll be going down the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium with my banner myself, and I'll be knocking on Daniel Levy's door saying, <laughs> "Get Nuno out of this club." So yeah, that should be a win. And then Villa, look, we'll lose that man. Like I, I expect nothing but a loss. There's nothing over the last three games, especially today, that gives me any confidence of a win against Villa. Because as Toe said earlier, they've looked good. They look, obviously got the win yesterday. They look good against Chelsea. They got a good win against Everton. They're coming off the back of some good results. And we're looking shambolic going forward and at the back. So, yeah, man. Um, are there any shots? Yeah. Go on, go on, Taps. So, as you all know, you probably guessed it already. My shots for Tommy. No change Tommy as we're going to start calling him now at Arsenal. What's yeah. that? No change Tommy? No change Tommy. He wasn't giving out any change to Son. Oh. Mm. So, yeah, um, just want to take a shot for him, obviously, man. Um, you know, didn't have any expectations of him uh, coming in. I was actually fuming when he came in. Um, but yeah, he's um, he's impressing me so far, or this far, should I say? Um, so yeah, let's see how it goes, man. But shout out to him and shout out to my two shooters from Hailend representing in the North London derby. Yeah, shout out to Saka and um, in Mossman, bro. Thank you. <laughs> I've got a shot. 
Go on, mate. Um, my shot goes out to the Rolls Royce that is Thomas Partey, by the way. Um, he's obviously going to go under the radar some of his performances because he's, the position he plays isn't going to be the outstanding goal scorer or the assister. But what he genuinely does when he's on the ball, keeps things ticking over, um, intercepts the ball in the right times. Um, he's just... Like, I've, I've watched him live and when you watch him live and you see him that's when you see the difference in the player he makes everyone else look so much better by far by far our most important player and our best player that like, is no no one even comes close so thomas thomas party that shots for you nice toast yeah man my, my shots for the whole team to be honest man i mean it was uh the first time in a while that i felt really really proud you know to be a fan man i mean they knew what it meant and Man, it was over by half time then. Like, I mean, we went, we just went through the motions in the second half, and that's what you love to see in a derby, really. So, yeah, man, like, congrats to the whole team. We go again next week. Calm. Muno? Yeah, man. Of course. Hey, the Arsenal boys are doing rounds today. We're doing rounds for everyone today, man. Because <laughs> obviously, the, 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 the W hotel is a bit empty with just us in there today. But, um, yeah, um, unfortunately, my boy Prez is not here, but I would like to kindly ask him to come outside. Um, unfortunately, my friend Ramsdale um, conceded today. However, another top performance from him. Great kicking. He's, he's just taking that number one um, shirt off Leno so easily. And we're pulling out top, top performances. Yeah, maybe he didn't get tested enough, but he's done enough today to please the fans and to please his passion, his me passion. as a fan. So my shot, my, my shot, my shot goes out to um, yeah Ramsdale again and. Um, I think I've got a special shot. I think all the boys in the bar would take this one as well. We have a new member of the Varba family. Um, Ken has not been able to join, but obviously Ken is now a father. So, Kaylee, I hope I'm saying that right. I don't know if, if how you pronounce the name, but welcome to the world. Kelly, that's it. Um, yeah, man, welcome to the world. Congratulations to Kenna. That shot's for you, man. And yeah, new Varba yes, family. Congratulations. Congratulations, congratulations Kenna, man. Congratulations, Killer Ken. Hey, congrats, Killer. Alright, with that we'll end it here, man. My name is Andrew, aka Rapping Drew, and we are the VBP boys and we out. Hey, hi.